And welcome to Good Night, Good Day, where we come together to wrap up the day on a high note, to have a good night tonight and a great day tomorrow. I'm your show host, Marta Vargas, delighted and ready to embark together on today's radio journey. Thank you for joining us. And before we begin, let us place this hour as everything else in our lives in God's hands as we begin with prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord, thank you for your love and for this day. Thank you for Radio Maria and for the opportunity to connect with each other today through these blessed radio waves. This is your hour, Lord. Send your Holy Spirit to inundate our hearts and guide our minds and lips so everything we share today will be pleasing to your ears and of great blessing to everyone who is listening. Bless our entire Radio Maria family, our listeners, our benefactors, our team, our past and future guests, and all their needs, as well as everyone who has entrusted their prayers to us for intercession and everyone we have promised our prayers to. You know the needs and deepest yearnings inside each of our hearts. Send your Holy Spirit to renew and transform, to heal and console, to open doors and build bridges of unity, understanding, forgiveness, reconciliation, restoration. Grant us the grace to proclaim your greatness in word and deed each day, each doing our part, down to our smallest daily choices as your hands and feet in all we do and all we say, working together to build a world of hope a civilization of love with you and Our Lady's intercession for our joy and for your glory. Amen. How is your Advent going? Are you living it? Advent, one of the most amazing opportunities. A beautiful season offering along with it the chance to grow in the art of waiting well by our sheer determination and perseverance in making it through just four weeks during which we are called to hold off from celebrating what isn't yet here to embrace what is the grace of learning to live in the present with all its blessings in all its fullness without sacrificing the graces of the present for the sake of the next thing that's not even here how are you living your advent It's been tough for me because there's so much going on. 
If you have mastered this art of waiting well, by all means, share how you do it. Would love to hear your testimonies. Be sure to share them with us on Facebook at Goodnight Good Day Radio or drop me a line at martavargas.net at gmail.com because it is not easy. Yet at the same time, there have been triumphs that I'm sharing with you, not to boast because my triumphs have been very tiny, small, but rather to celebrate the, the, you know, the advancement, so to speak, the progress, while at the same time, hopefully providing some encouragement for each other along the way. In the reminder that struggle is not uncommon and the triumphs are possible even through the struggles with God's grace and each other's help. So what are the triumphs? Well, I've managed to pray the rosary daily. To some of you, it might be like, okay, because you already do. Praise God if you do. It's amazing. Our Blessed Mother has told us time and time again how important the rosary is. And unfortunately, as I've admitted to you before, it is not a devotion that I am as disciplined about entering into daily as I would love to. So that was one of my Advent goals, if you will, to grow in my commitment to pray the rosary more frequently. And one of the things that actually helped me, believe it or not, sometimes some of us, I don't know about you, but sometimes for some of us, myself included, in particularly, uh, especially lately, is to come up with ways to help others do what I'm seeking to do. So whatever that is, if I want to, if I found a fantastic study, one of the best ways to go ahead and enter into that great group study and persevere in that group study is to maybe get one of my groups to do it with me, have a little accountability while we're helping each other. So with the rosary, what actually helped was to go ahead and make good on a desire pursue a desire that I've had for a long, long time to record the prayers of the rosary, the various mysteries. I had been trying to do that for a long time. I've been trying to find a producer that will do it for me. And actually, there is a producer, a friend of mine, who has agreed to do a project with the rosary that will be quite unique and we're hoping will bless everyone. But even that's taking time. That didn't happen until just now. This has been going on for years. So finally, I said, you know what? We need to pray more. I need to pray more. And perhaps by doing, by going ahead and recording it, even if it's a homegrown recording, it will help me to pray more. And it will help me to help my brothers and sisters to pray more as we pray together. So I actually went ahead and using my podcast, 
the Spanish version of the podcast, Te Amo Mas, uh, Spanish for I Love You More, I recorded all five sets of mysteries of the Holy Rosary in Spanish and published them. And speaking of this rosary project, which I ask for your prayers as I begin to do the same in English, very excited about it, is the fact that, guess what? And these are all testaments to the joy of waiting well, the joys of waiting. So great relevance to our Advent themes is that one of the things that I'm hoping to do is to set video backgrounds to upload to my new YouTube page. Well, it's not exactly new. My YouTube page was more of a page I used. So if I had a great aunt who doesn't go on Facebook, here's uh, this link so that you can listen to me singing La Via Dolorosa on Good Friday. So that was really, I had a YouTube page, but that's really the purpose, just to share things that I wanted to share with people who I couldn't share these things with on Facebook. Now, um, I've been writing songs since I'm eight, singing before I can talk. Um, but more, more abundantly in the 90s where music started to come more. And eventually, uh, I actually recorded a couple of singles. You listened, I Love You More, in the, in the show, to start and to end the show. Just two singles. That's really all <laughs> as far as I've gone recording my music um, and for publication, so to speak. But in 2012, I actually had the, the joy and the honor of being asked to sing a couple of songs for OCP, Oregon Catholic Press. And the first of those songs was a song based on the words in the book of Luke that we all know as the Magnificat, one of my favorite prayers ever, a wonderful prayer of Mary, not just because it's the, the, it's so beautiful, but also it's just so uplifting. And it was a true joy that that was the first project, if you will, that I had an opportunity to do for another composer and for another publisher with the Magnificat. And that was in 2012. Fast forward to 2020. <laughs> and uh, after, you know, a lot of, you know, a lot of pauses and persevering through the pauses, I finally reconnect with, with a friend that I'm working on, um, some music with. And as we're getting together for that, I find out that OCP is releasing, or just re which they just released, a lyric video of the song I recorded for them on 2012, which was later re-released as a duet, thanks to the wonders of technology, with its composer, the talented Albert Coppel. So that was really cool. And uh, during that process, that's when I first find out that when my music is playing in platforms, I can claim the pages my music is playing on as, as my artist page. I had no idea, no idea. So my, my one, two songs 
um, are actually playing on major platforms, including YouTube and uh, also on Apple Music and also Spotify and some of these others. So that's really cool. But I mean, can you imagine, I mean, 2012, and if you're going to count that whole entire journey even longer, God is never late. God is never late. God's time is perfect. And one of the things that happens in the meantime, in the wait, is God is acting. God is transforming. God is revealing. And I'm not just talking about revealing things about what's to come or revealing things about his plan. No, I'm talking revealing things about ourselves, opening our hearts to his action, his ways, his plan in our lives. And as he reveals things about ourselves, we discover a thing or two that can be actually awesome. And one of the things I discovered in the way, I mean, when I first started writing music, yeah, your first thought is, oh, go, yay, you know, I'm going to, and it's not to say that I did not submit it to anyone ever. I mean, I, there were some opportunities. I submitted music before, just didn't go anywhere. Uh, my music has been rejected <laughs> a lot, but it was that not discovering because this was always a fact, but that growing in the awareness of the why we do what we do. That I wasn't doing music for any other reason than to share a message and to make pe- help make people smile. And that under that context, whoever I can make smile with the music, whoever I can share the music with, whether it's 1,000 or 100 or 10 or 1, that's good because my reason was not so much anything other than to share what I had with whoever will listen to it. And I, I did it for the love of it. And I still do it for the love of it. And if I hadn't been doing it for the love of it, I probably would have stopped making music a long time ago. But that perseverance came from the love with which and for which I shared music, regardless of where, what, when, with who, or by myself, you know, singing in the car a song to God. God's timing, interesting that this video would be released exactly as I'm getting ready to go back in the studio. And then I'm, I finally discovered that, you know, I got this stuff playing <laughs> that I can actually call artist pages. But I don't know that I was necessarily meant to know about this any sooner. I was really busy, and I still am, tending to other people, to the ministries, to the groups. And I'll always be open. You know, we're always called to be open to whatever God wants to do with everything, where he wants to take it, and where he doesn't want to take it, and when. And meanwhile, 
we tend to what we have right in front of us, right here and now. We're present to the people. We're present to the tasks. We're present to whatever opportunities we have today to be instruments of love. In whatever shape or form those come. That's freedom. That's an amazing freedom. So whatever it is you're waiting for, quote unquote, just persevere in doing whatever you can with whatever you have and do it for the love of it. Not for the vision you might have for tomorrow. I'm not saying it's, I'm not, I am not dismissing the, uh, that there's merit in planning. There's merit in, you know, doing some planning ahead and working towards something. That's good. That's not, there's nothing wrong with that. Where it gets a bit crazy is when we start making that vision such an end all that we forget to be and live in the present and be and live with those who are walking with us in the present. The art of waiting well. Four weeks, four weeks. And actually at this point, we're a bit past. We're actually a lot closer to the end of those four weeks. Have we waited? Have we practiced? Have we allowed, uh, the, have we allowed God to help us grow in the art of self-mastery so that when other weights that are more critical or perhaps difficult are thrown at us, come our way, those weights can be entered into with that spirit of hope, peace, joy, and love that allows us to enjoy the ride and enjoy it with God, growing closer to God and growing in the love that is ultimately the greatest purpose, the greatest calling of all. And if you guys want to check out what I have so far, which is not a lot, but the content is actually gone. It's, it's, it's actually on the process, but you'll get to listen to a couple of songs. Uh, it is Marta Vargas Music on YouTube. And I, I am posting on Instagram and on Facebook under Marta Vargas 777. And then, you know, you can look for me and Apple Music and these other platforms and hopefully you'll find me. And if you have a, if you have any trouble finding me, just let me know. Cause I think they said it takes, it takes a little while once you do the request, but, um, but so far, you know, if you, if you look me up, it should pop up and praise be to God. And let us continue walking through this advent and thanking God for helping us in his wisdom 
to grow in faith, hope, and love simply by the way he allows these seasons, these weights in our lives between seasons. Another triumph, if you will, this Advent has been following through with my commitment to reflect more intentionally on the theme for each week as we light the candle each week. Hope, peace, joy. We've talked about this idea, this practice in previous shows. For those of you who are tuning in for the first time, something very, very simple. As we light the Advent candle for that week, make it a point to make a commitment to get intentional about walking in that virtue for that week. Of course, we're meant to walk in those virtues for our entire lives, but to just make it a point to be more intentional about noticing how we're moving towards or away from how well we're living in that during that week. For instance, when we just recently lit the candle of joy, how am I living Christian joy in my life? In what areas am I struggling with allowing God's joy to triumph and be my strength? And how am I being a joy to others? And how am I not being a joy to others? How could my dispositions or interactions or attitudes, etc., be a potential contradiction or challenge to the joy in others? And interestingly, all things connect. We experience our greatest joy when, well, in, in peace and in hope. With peace and hope, there's greater joy. And there, as we weave things together throughout the season of Advent, as we reflect individually in these themes, we're at the same time building a path for us to live all of these more habitually, more consistently for our blessing and for the blessings of others. The people entrusted to our care, the people around us as we irradiate grace, as we live in peace and hope and joy and lead by example. And that was not as difficult to do once again because of the beauty of community, because of that extra step to enter in with others and for others. It just really, really helps. Different things help different people. This might not be what helps you pray the most, what helps you dive into these dispositions the most. But in my case, it helped a lot. What did I do that helped me to make it a more consistent practice? 
I integrated this into the work that I was doing with the groups that I coordinate and young people entrusted to my care. So literally, this became the content for each week's gathering. We lit the Advent candle. We reflected on what is hope, what is peace, what is joy from week to week. And together, we entered into conversations about where is hope, peace, joy in my life? Where am I struggling, allowing peace, joy, and hope in my life? And in what ways am I being that to others already? And in what ways could I grow in the art of being joy, peace, hope to others? So while I was growing in my practice, following through on my Advent resolutions about the practices that I decided to enter into to help me prepare my heart, at the same time, we were all being enriched in the sharing because the answers of one member of the group will be completely different as all our experiences are different. And yet these answers will bring insights that will get us all thinking. One of the things we, do, we did in the process that was super helpful, we, we did Lexio Divina. We read scriptural passages from Sunday's readings and or readings that correlated to the theme of the week. And we, we rested in those scriptures. We reflected on them. We allowed the scriptures to speak to us individually as it would connect with our present journey and what God might be trying to tell us personally and how we can apply that to our lives in order to grow in joy and peace and hope. Wow, that was so amazing. That was just so, so amazing. Because then we found ourselves again going, wow, I've read the scripture before. I've never thought about this aspect of the scripture. It spoke to you so much differently than it spoke to me. But I can totally relate to what you're saying mutually affirming each other, mutually accompanying each other, mutually inspiring each other, mutually enriching one another, and by extension, our Advent journeys, and by extension, our preparation of our hearts for Christ. Isn't that awesome? So, you know, a couple of triumphs, <laughs> praying the rosary more, and reflecting more on these beautiful Advent themes in the company of friends in community for a mutually enriching journey to make that Advent adventure all the richer, all the more amazing. Now that I've shared a couple of triumphs, <laughs> I better share a couple of the struggles because 
the triumphs are great. They're, but they're not meant for me to say, wow, look at me. Look at all I've done for Advent. Look, I have suddenly become the Advent expert, Miss Advent, whatever. And uh, now you all learn from me. No, <laughs> nothing could be further from the truth. If I share what I'm sharing is because it is good to celebrate our triumphs, especially because celebrating those triumphs will give us strength <laughs> for the areas that we have yet to triumph in, which I have plenty of, as uh, many of you, if not all of you, may have here and there, even if it's few, you know? So I share what I share as an encouragement as I hope to celebrate with you your Advent triumphs, would love for you to share them with us and also share some of my struggles. One of my Advent resolutions, I love the Mass. I love attending daily Mass. And once upon a time, I did it every single day. As things have gotten a little hectic, it's been difficult to make Mass during the week every single day. And... You know, I'm being positively productive and I pray. I'm praying the rosary more. Thanks be to God. <laughs> but I just, that's one Advent resolution that I have not been able to, to meet. I have not been able to attend Mass every single day. I attend multiple times during the weekend because I sing at the Masses. That don't count. <laughs> so that's one area, you know. And let's face it, you know, some of these virtues, some of these themes that we're reflecting on, peace, hope, joy, and, and this week we're going to be reflecting on love. I don't practice, I don't practice these 100%, perfectly 100% of the time. And every day there's something that I'll be like, oh, that day was going so well until so-and-so stretched me beyond my comfort zone and challenged my capacity to love a little bit beyond my capacity at the moment. Oh, that, 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 that hurts. That, you know, there's an ache there. And that's where, but th those are the opportunities. Those are the opportunities. And that's why community is so awesome because then we can encourage each other. I have a, a dear, dear friend that I, you know, I can call and, you know, I have a couple of dear, dear friends that I can call and we can call each other and it's like, oh my gosh, this just happened to me and I'm struggling. <laughs> Pray for me. But what's really cool is, you know, in these beautiful, secret, special friendships, we know there's no judgment and these friends let us talk and kind of hear ourselves. And as they're listening and praying while they're listening, then we arrive at those joyful conclusions that they want, you know, they're praying we can arrive to, that, that God rejoices. And it's like, oh, you know what? Wow, yeah, in the larger scheme of things, I really need to weigh this out with this, 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 and this. Oh, my gosh. You know, and, and, and you know, we, we, we start almost, for lack of a better word, talking ourselves out of that funk <laughs> that we started to get in, where we started to get away from living 
all the all that's true, good, and beautiful that we're called to live in, the greatness we're called to live in, and um, and it's beautiful. Of course, this is these are things we are called to do every day, but the great Advent opportunity is that we are called to get more intentional about it, and as we get more intentional about it, these practices become more habitual the rest of the year. Meanwhile, we're growing in the art of waiting well by giving these four weeks their due, by creating the spaces that need to be created during these four weeks to prioritize that growth so that we can really have a whole bunch of stuff to celebrate as we enter the season that's just around the corner. How are you living your Advent? And how can we pray for you? How can we encourage you to continue growing in the art of waiting well and growing in all that is true and beautiful as you too come closer to the heart of Jesus this Advent and beyond? Coming up next, we will continue this conversation after a quick break. So, Enjoy, stay tuned, and we'll be right back.